How's it going, everybody? Couldn't tell if I was recording for a second. So, this is another edition of KO Podcast Home, and if you can tell from the noise in my car. Uh, it's been a while since I've done one of these, so uh, today I am going to be talking about the Umbrella uh, the comic versus the Netflix TV show. I, I need the book because, A, I have a pretty good memory for things that happened. Um... Like, I knew the story. I knew uh, the white violin is the first arc, uh, if you can call it that, or, or uh, I wanted to see how Netflix adapted it, and I wanted to see how uh, Netflix was going to approach things, because I knew Gerard uh, Way was involved. I did not know uh, to the extent he was involved, because, like, there are some things out there. It's like, like how the hell is like, the original creator involved when... Like, take, for example, Wanted. Wanted was a comic book by Mark Miller and uh, J.G. Jones. Now, was about uh, Miller, about the supervillains, and uh, having a sort of meta-commentary, and meanwhile using all the Marvel and DC villains that they wanted. Like, some of their... Uh, like, like uh, you got the one guy that's the Joker, you got the other Lex Luthor. Uh, the archetypes were there, and some of them, like, if they weren't named, like, oh, that's Ghost Rider. Oh, that's Atomic Skull. Uh, that's that guy. Uh, that's Poison Ivy, of course. So, uh, the Fox. Oh, that's definitely Catwoman. Uh, and it was done with, like, with such an in-your-face, um, uh, attitude, and when the movie along, sure, I mean, they adapted some of Wanted for it, like, they took out all the Marvel DC analogs, okay, then they threw in some, uh, assassination guild, uh, assassin's guild that follows things from a freaking uh, tapestry that gets weaved, they were like, and bullets, okay, it was, like, you could definitely tell that, uh, Trevor Bambikov, uh, the director, uh, I probably just butchered his name. Uh, you could tell that he uh, had a very um, controlling uh, uh, mark on the film. So you didn't get a wa- wanted the comic turned into a movie. You got wanted uh, a film starring James McAvoy and Angelina Jolie without all the joy that uh, the comic fans probably had. But... Uh, you got the opening and you got the beginning. So, everything in the middle got taken out. So, Umbrella Academy is a damn good show. And they definitely took from the second volume, which I have not read, uh, which is Dallas, which deals with uh, the Kennedy assassination or the would-be Kennedy assassination. Um... The TV show took Apocalypse Suite as its spine and peppered in certain things from uh, Dallas because looking at the six issues that um, Apocalypse Suite was, and it's very comic booky, very, uh, and I don't want to say that as a uh, pejorative, I want to say that as. Uh, it's a comic that will age well. In that, clearly, everybody uh, who does 
an old guy takes in these uh, kids with powers is everyone's going to automatically assume it's the X-Men, which they wouldn't be wrong to do. However, um, there is an old comic book property that is older and weirder. And when I say that, um, the first issue of what was called Doom Patrol came out... Well, it wasn't technically Doom Patrol, but it was like in one of those Tales to or Stories of or like Weird Fantasy or one of those like uh, like all-encompassing books. The team made their premiere, uh, I want to say in June, and the X-Men came out like a couple months later. Now, I am not the historian that can comment on who came up with what first, and truth be told the trope of an old guy uh, forms a school or forms a, uh, a home f- for uh, specific people, uh, it's not new. Uh, I would not have to venture very far in finding it. Um, like, I know the pulps, like, uh, it sounds like, like, that sounds like a pulp story from a long time ago. Um, in terms of, uh, like just concepts of uh, like a, like a school for uh, is not very new, uh, and I would imagine it predates uh, pulp stories and comics. So I have not tracked down the original uh, archetype of uh, that trope, but let's just say uh, X Men is a ripoff of Doom Patrol, and let's leave it at that. Okay, um, so. The TV show and the books, uh, the first volume, open up in a very similar ways. Uh, it it starts with uh, Reginald Hargreaves, who is a... I'm going to be talking about both interchangeably, so... Uh, like, just warning you now, there's going to be spoilers. So there's going to be spoilers. I'm going to spoil it. I'm spoiling it! So Hargreaves is an alien. And it's hinted at later in the TV show, but in the TV show, they start off with the birth of the, the 42 children, uh, and they're kind of nebulous about like how many superpowered kids there are in the world. The, the book, uh, they all, the majority, uh, no, pretty much all the kids are white, um, and... Uh, certain characters aren't really uh, thrown in there. Uh, so, certain uh, characters were changed uh, from the book to the movie, and very similar. Um, like the the biggest glaring example I could find was number one. Number one, uh, Space Boy. Uh, in the books. He's full-on uh, monkey-bodied uh, in a spacesuit. Uh, in the TV show, it's a really big dude that's very hairy, and the they don't necessarily. The, neither one really explains it. Like uh, Space Boy went on a mission, all that stuff, whatever. Uh, in the TV show, went on a mission. He was the only one, and uh, like he almost died. And then you have the 
uh, the ethnicities of the characters. The Kraken goes from a guy that can throw things, but he can breathe uh, underwater, to um, a kid that... I don't think they ever mentioned that he could breathe underwater a really long time, but the uh, but he, he does throw things. And uh, they also change his relationship with Vanya in the TV show, because in the book, he... Uh, uh, the, the pairings were uh, Rumor and Space Boy and Kraken and White Violin. And uh, White Violin only became White Violin in the end. So, like, that's Vanya. Um, the nature of uh, Vanya's transformation in the TV show is, is the spine of uh, the book, along with number fives uh, figuring out how the apocalypse happens. And certain things stay the same about number five in uh, the TV show that uh, were in the book, uh, the first volume. Uh, I have a little bit of blind spot here because I don't know exactly what they did in Dallas. Uh, and there is a third volume of the uh, book going on right now called Hotel Oblivion. Now, uh, because TV shows have budgets, even though they're way bigger than comics, uh, in comics you can just draw the biggest baddest alien monsters, and the biggest baddest robots, and the biggest baddest everything uh, because it's whatever you're paying the artist to do uh, on the page. TV shows have a much bigger problem like uh, uh, like uh, John Cassidy or uh, Brian Hitch, I forget who it was but it was one of the guys that worked with uh, Warren Ellis. I want to say it was Hitch only because it was in reference to um, a uh, an uh, airplane battle over London. Uh, Warren, according to Hitch, uh, Brian Hitch, uh, Warren Ellis took a sip of Red Bull and a drag of a cigarette and wrote uh, a panel description in ten seconds. Uh, whereas Brian Hitch, it took him all goddamn month to. Uh, draw out uh, all the details so take that a step even further to take a comic book and turn it into a movie uh, it will take uh, to, to recreate what one person drew uh, it'll take hundreds of people to either animate to uh, shoot, to edit, to act to direct to have craft services it'll take them the, the amount of effort it takes to go from uh, written word to pictures to moving pictures is exponential. Uh, extremely exponential. So, they had to make some sacrifices. Uh, the, the more comic book uh, supervillain elements... Um, they uh, got re uh, removed. So instead of Vanya being uh, recruited by a, um, a supervillain orchestra, they are uh, a regular orchestra, and it's one guy. And it's one guy who causes the apocalypse and all that. Um, and visually... Uh, certain things are, are worked up to. I, I was kind of proud of, uh, or not, I was proud of the choices that they made because Ellen Page is Vanya and 
she, she makes the, the, the transition from um, subdued, uh, non-confident uh, violinist to uh, more confident, more angry, uh, uh, spiteful, uh, to sociopathic uh, in uh, the show. And where it was like, uh, like, uh, it was in the comic, it's very similar, uh, but like I said, it's more comic booky. So they, they just, instead of it being gradual, I think it's in the, the scope of an issue where, uh, Vanya just, uh, gets exposed either exposed or she goes off her pills and automatic and automatically she becomes this uh like white skinned black eyed uh looks like a human violin uh uh super villain and in terms of like the the mythology um the tv show really expanded it uh, they brought in Hazel and Cha-Cha, which are the people from, uh, the commission, I think that is what they call themselves. Uh, and what was nice about it was the people from, uh, volume one, uh, got expanded roles in the TV show because in the TV show, uh, there's this, uh, uh, donut, uh, diner waitress that she has a whole plot line with, um, Hazel, I, th- I think Hazel, dude. So, she makes an appearance in uh, Volume One in the book, and that was it. Uh, certain beats uh, still carried over. Um, so. One of the things that uh, uh, Hargreaves did in his lifetime was get uh, monkeys to talk, or make monkeys like intelligent enough and communi- uh, uh, communicative enough to actually speak. So Pogo is a character in the book, and he's a character in the uh, show. And uh, they kill him off in both. He dies in both. But I, I want to say uh, Vanya kills him in the show. However, um, trying to think of uh, who, like, trying to think of who gets him in the book. It could be Vanya or it could be number five. I'm trying to remember who it was. But anyway, so uh, they they really expanded Hargreaves in the show to a little bit more um cause the, like one plot point they changed was the how the apocalypse was averted um in the show uh I think they all they all managed to get uh, through to uh, Vanya and uh in the book number five puts a bullet in the back of her head and they don't go back in time afterwards so, let me just begin by saying, uh, let me just say it now, I don't hate these changes, 
because the book, uh, the book was a like a blockbuster book back in the day when it first came out, and I would imagine it still sells. I don't know. If it, I don't know if it, it garners the hype that it does now, uh, or that it did then. But the the show is pretty damn good, and the the issues. Uh, I think if you go to buy the issues, it's a uh, like they're 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 a pretty penny right there. So, like I said, I haven't read Dallas. However, I would imagine they've t- like if Dallas dealt with the JFK and like and people from time uh, getting involved, then they clearly used some of that stuff going on. However, uh, this was a not low budget, but like they did some low budget things, like the, uh, in terms of uh, I'm trying to think of how I would describe it. I I don't think they did low budget things in the sense that because either they did it CG or they built a really big ass set where uh, the entire house was a set, and they did uh, like a um, like they cut the the front of the house off and then they turned it into. Uh, like the, the shot of all the kids dancing after the funeral. So, what I liked about the show, uh, aside from the book, influences, uh, the acting was top notch. I mean, uh, they changed up some of the the uh, the races and the nationalities of the kids because. I, I think the in the book they were all pretty white, uh, but the uh, in the show uh, it was a little bit more. I don't care about diversity, but it, it, like it, like it didn't impede the characters. Uh, they changed up uh, Vanya's and uh, uh, Diego's uh, relationship or the Kraken. Uh, they made Diego more interested in a, in a, a police officer. Uh, in this one, and there was a lot of goddamn superhero commentary in this, uh, and, like, it was way more deconstructionist than, say, uh, the book, because, uh, I don't, I don't remember the, the, the book, uh, like, Seance, uh, being, uh, as, uh, uh, even though I read it, like, his personality in the book is not the same as it is in the show. Uh, he's not trying to, like, uh, constantly not use his powers. And I'm trying to remember if I saw Ben in the book because the uh, the whole Ben uh, corporealizes, I don't remember seeing that in there. And I even, I read it, like, uh, yesterday and uh, like certain things uh, stuck with me more so than others but in terms of uh, the show being good they changed the villain up which I kind of appreciated because instead of going Red Skull they went um, uh, Baron Zemo I think was that the guy's name yeah Baron Zemo, because uh, one of my favorite Marvel villains was the guys from guy from Civil War. It's like, 
I'm just going to sneak around. I'm going to uh, uh, set up certain things. I'm going to make you guys fight each other. Uh, and that's what this guy did. And he was creepy as fuck. Because uh, the first couple episodes, like, this guy did a really good job of, uh, it's like, hey, uh, I'm just a guy. I'm, I, I'm, I'm either trying to be a really good guy or I'm trying to get in your pants and all that stuff. Uh, then he just like over time you just see the creep factor increasing increasing like at the end you're like god damn this guy's a piece of shit so i get, I, I like my villains to either be very respectable or very detestable i don't i hate a uh, uh, uh like an eh villain like uh like that's why my biggest gripe with the marvel movies is that the majority of their villains are just uh uh, take the hero and, and make him and make him bad and not make him anywhere near as uh, 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 charismatic or uh, involved or hell even visually stunning. I mean, like uh, Jeff uh, Jeff Daniels. Yeah, Jeff Daniels. Wait, no, is it was it Jeff Daniels or was it Jeff? God damn it! Which Jeff am I talking about? Jeff Daniels is the guy from uh, Dumb and Dumber. Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges was a, was a good villain. And plus, uh, Jeff Bridges as the Ironmonger was pretty damn interesting. Because uh, we didn't see a whole lot of... It was, it was the first goddamn Marvel movies. It's like, okay. Uh, then they, But then we found out it was going to be the moles. Because like, uh, Jeff Bridges uh, and as Ironmonger is a whole lot better than... Uh, Freaking um, Mickey Rourke as Ivan Vonko, who was Whiplash and uh, Crimson Dynamo uh, on Flash. Or I've appreciated that, but the but the villain was good. Then you have the 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 other set of villains that they want the apocalypse to happen because it's it's the one of those things that's supposed to happen, and we don't know why it's supposed to happen because they're uh, shrouded in mystery and. Every time uh, time travel comes up in a TV show, I try to think about, like, the logistics that they set up for it, and it's a pain in the ass. Like, it just makes your head hurt. So, you have this thing called the Commission, and they travel in time with a suitcase. You don't know how it works. All you know is that if you have a suitcase, you can stop time, freeze time, go, go on and so forth and control time, whatever. But, they're not in the future, they're in the 1950s. And that makes me wonder about so many goddamn things because they have the technology to just hang out in the 50s like how the hell does that work like do they have a like the one section in time that doesn't move uh do they have that set up uh where they can operate in a bubble because like uh like the logistics of that drove me nuts because i can understand less is more the the suitcase was awesome the suitcase is an awesome plot device that allows you to uh, go back and forth like, hey, this episode uh, that you just watched didn't happen. Here you go. So, the commission, being in the 1950s, that made my head hurt. Just because, like, are they only there for 10 years? Do they jump around? Uh, did they freeze time in that one spot so that's always 1950-whatever in that one spot? Uh, did they form their technology pre-1950 or did they come back from 19 uh, uh, to, from the future to 1950s uh 
like stuff like that like now it just makes my head hurt whenever I think about it because uh like there's little touches that are cool and then there's like little things I was like why the hell did you do that like it would have been better if they just stuck in the shadows but the whole plot device uh that uh is going on because the, the, the tv show is uh several plots it's uh vanya uh vanya's plot is uh pretty much the main bulk of the book or not the book uh well it's the bulk of the book but it, on the tv show it's like the core part of the story then you have number five's plot which is like i know there the apocalypse is happening in eight days and i need to figure out how it happens then you have uh, uh luther's uh plot which is space boy his plot is uh coming to terms uh with the life that he's led uh diego's plot or the kraken is his plot is uh being a vigilante and because he wanted to be a cop but he had too much uh, issues uh like he's so he's scarred in the sense that uh he's so anti-authority so his plot is uh trying to uh, uh, solve crime which crime does happen uh, and saving people but he has to like come to terms with uh, 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 I'm trying to figure out what he had to come to terms with because like his his thing wasn't uh, uh, introspective so much as it was uh, like uh he has a hard time uh, giving up the the life that he led, but he also uh, is so anti whatever. Like Klaus's plot line was uh, in the show. Uh, coming to terms with his powers, and. His issue was he was disaffected, or he was traumatized as a kid by his powers. So, uh, rumor, uh, I feel sorry for uh, uh, for rumor in uh, the show because they kind of changed the nature of her character uh, in the the book. Like she was. Somebody who uh, had a thing for Space Boy, uh, sort of. Uh, like, there was two pairs. There was Vanya and uh, Diego, and then there was uh, uh, Rumor and Space Boy. Then, so, in the show, uh, they kept all of her stuff about uh, her being a mom and... Uh, all that and like her dealing with uh, the the trust level the, the trust issues that come with like if someone hears what she says they do it so 
trying to remember if what happened to her in the show happened to her in the book. They turn around and because uh, I think what they did to Pogo in the book is what they uh, did to uh, Rumor in the show. That's what I'm thinking. Because in the original book, uh, there was no Hazel and Cha-Cha. There was none of that. Like, the uh, the number five uh, plot was a lot more thinner. Because number five is arguably the, big, like the biggest uh, uh, plot of the book. Because all the characters interacting... Uh, with each other, aside from Vanya and Number Five, they're all uh, like su- they're all subplots. Uh, but w- what was great about the show was just t- taking these people that were uh, it was either like taking these people with powers in their thirties and just showing like how bad their lives are uh, because of uh, the environment they were raised in and the and the life that they led and how it all came back on them. Uh, so. That's why the show is good. So, all right, guys, uh, that's a half an hour. If you guys are done with me rambling, uh, figure that's it. So, peace. Hey, guys, you want to know how you can help me out? You can go to the uh, like button. You can like everything that I'm doing. You can like my Instagram photos. You can like my podcast. You can like my YouTube videos. You know what you could also do? You can subscribe. You can subscribe to this podcast. You can subscribe to my YouTube videos. Um, come out and see what my channel is doing. You can follow me on Instagram at Double Barrel Theater. Uh, thanks. So, like and subscribe, please. <laughs>